Well, hello and welcome back, everybody. Uh, hopefully, we will get a bunch of people to come in here after the Xbox Bethesda stream. Uh, I do want to apologize for the early technical difficulties of no sound during the live event. I've reached out to StreamYards to figure out what I was doing wrong, or maybe it may, it's something that they don't offer, or it's a more premium service. I don't know. We will definitely get to the bottom of that for sure. Um but this was a bit uh, of a groundbreaking um, um, roundtable, if you will. We we got the answers. I think a lot of people were wondering, and Joe immediately went to the trophy room and uh, put out something rather funny, uh, mm -hmm. saying goodbye, Bethesda. It was nice to know you, Joe. I know we only got you for fifteen minutes, so let's get your yeah. opinion on this as this uh, as the, the show uh, is close to being over. Uh, obviously, some of the biggest wigs, if you were were there, uh, you Phil yeah. Spencer, Pin Pete Hines was there uh zemi's uh, lord and savior todd howard um who, uh, a bunch of people who obviously mm -hmm. hold significant positions within xbox and uh, make some big time decisions uh before we, we get you out of here joe what were your what, what were your takeaways from this uh, did they answer the big question are games exclusive yeah kind of sort of uh i think in the clearest way that they can at the moment i like what phil spencer said there's like you know a lot of people wanted an answer immediate, but we told y'all guys months in advance. That's not how this works. Right. Uh, but he, he says, you know, as clear as day is Bethesda games will be available anywhere. There's game pass. Yes. Right? Yep. Um, so whatever con contractual obligations that they have um, currently with, 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 you know, other, uh, entities, whether that be Disney, whether that be Sony at the moment, um, those will be multi-platform. Uh, if, you know, uh, other than that, though, it is the slow, uh, you know, turning of Bethesda Games being a first-party studio. I really did like the way he's like, anywhere there's Game Pass, because what you don't want to do is uh, alienate um potential clients to your game pass service so right to course. me that that very much screamed not so much playstation but like let's put this thing on switch i think they really i don't think i know they really really want to put this thing on switch and i th hopefully think in the next coming months hopefully year or two that that becomes a reality so it's cool that he kind of said it without saying it but saying it in a more definitive ma manner that yeah bethesda games uh not from here on out but soon will be an xbox uh first party you know exclusive which is fantastic now joe um, I, I, I have yeah. a question for you joe because i know that we got you for limited time so of course i want sure. you to answer this uh okay so now phil spencer gets out there and he says for everyone to hear wherever yeah. game pass is available you can play uh, Bethesda games. Here's mm. my question to you as a, as a Sony fan. Now we know what you're going to do, right? We know that you love trophies, but you're just you're not spending seventy bucks. You'll play it on Game Pass. Yeah. A lot of people won't. What do, what is Jim Ryan thinking right now? Does Great it, is, idea. Great it, you know? I mean, is 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 he thinking? Holy shit! Um, I might have to have Xbox Game Pass as an application very similar to uh, Netflix on the PlayStation. Uh, does that happen? And what happens if it does? What happens with the fan base? Do they do they cry foul? Do they get excited? Do they laugh? Do they cry? Do they jump off bridges? What, 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 what happens next? 
Well, here's what I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be that guy who's like, so which studio would you would you keep or would you, which one would you leave and put like Bethesda <laughs> next to Naughty Dog and like no, all that's that ridiculous. shit. Yeah, this, no one... this is a really huge get, and we can first off let's just congratulate. This is a this is something we've never seen before. So like Bethesda had or sorry Microsoft has some stellar studios that I know I'm going to miss as a PlayStation gamer, like machine games, like id. I'm going to miss those games, man. I'm going to miss those studios. So, um, yeah, I, I think if I'm, if I'm big Jimbo, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I'm definitely, uh, you know, we talked about this before the show. They are a much smaller company, you know, than uh, Microsoft as a whole. So they very much have to take the step back and see what Xbox and Microsoft are doing before they can start taking those steps. At the same exact time, they don't have uh, the first party problem that Microsoft has had, uh, which is seemingly going to be fixed rather soon, which is like their game sell without a service. So like until the day where, and, and maybe this is like with Ratchet and Horizon or whatever have you, the time where it, you know, that $70 price tag actually starts hurting those sales. I don't think they're in a total rush to put their games on a, on a service or their new games on a service. If I am Jim Ryan, and this is just purely me in that role, I am going, okay, we just lost so many RPGs. We need a, we need a, we need to fill out this portfolio with something. That's my first, my first thought is, okay, so now we lost first person RPGs or we lost a, a big chunk of RPGs. How do we make up that ground? Cause suddenly now you're, you're behind the eight ball. Right. Um, my second thought too is, okay, we know Sony's working on, Something big with Game pa- or Game Pass, Jesus, with PlayStation Now. Uh, uh, Jim alluded to it last year. Um, I recall that conversation. Yeah, yeah. Yep. We gotta see w- w- what does this what does this deal push Sony to do? Because it definitely is gonna push them somewhere. I hate to say it, like I hate to be, and I said this on the trophy last night uh, of like the consolidating guy. Uh, you know me, I don't like it. So like, I don't think the the answer is like to go out there and just like have a get go on a spending spree because you do have sixteen really talented studios alone. Yes. So it's not mm-hmm. it's not like you have to go tit for tat, but you know. Yeah, it, it is it is taking a look at your portfolio now seeing that there is a space there and how do you uh go about that. The other problem too, and maybe problem, put an asterisk on it, is Sony's uh Sony's been the kingmaker when it comes to second party deals. Um, how does that change with Microsoft's spending spree as well? That's something to consider if I'm Sony, maybe I need to change up the tactic, but honestly. Sony needs studios that hit for major Western audiences, uh, worldwide audiences. And they are, as we've seen the last few weeks, trying to become a, a leaner company and trying to do all that. So it's, it's a big question you ask, but honestly, the spark notes version is I'm taking a look at my portfolio and I'm taking a look at my studios and seeing what I can I can do ship ain't on fire. It ain't sinking or anything like that, but you do want to check if there's, there's leaks. You know what I mean? You don't want a Titanic situation where the boiler room explodes or whatever happened in the Titanic. 
<laughs> and you know what? I mean, listen, you, you're making a lot of points, Joe. First of all, mm-hmm. I don't want to hold you up. I know that we're already usually we're out of here by two. Obviously, mm-hmm. we had to stop due to some technical issues. Uh, we will be discussing this further uh, tomorrow morning. Uh, so uh, by all means, Joe, enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow morning on the Xbox, uh, um, the Xbox Factor on Breakfast at Boom. But I, I want to continue with our pan- panel members. Uh, Semi, um, are you there? Everybody, brother? Love you all. Love you too, brother. I, I am. I was. I didn't even know that you restarted the show. I was still watching the Bethesda show, yeah, and then I too. looked over and I saw that you were live for like two. No, no, minutes. it's okay. Like, it's okay. Oh, well, God, first, I need to go back. Yeah, no. Well, first of all, uh, well, let's welcome. Uh, obviously, I, I want to give Joe his proper outro. Uh, we have uh, obviously the Trophy Room, which is what he and his best friend Kyle do each and every week. He just dropped a new episode, um, and uh, you know what? It was great to have him here because he actually uh, said the. Uh, what a PlayStation fan would uh, w- 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 would say. Uh, he's going to miss Bethesda on the PlayStation, and it looks like it appears that, in fact, is the case. Uh, and we want to welcome in Tempest Sun, who's taking his place. Tempest Sun, he is obviously a, a big voice in this community, uh, a, a sniper elite uh, in his own right <laughs> online. Uh, Tempest, thanks for joining us, brother. I'm going to get to you in a second. Zemi no Games, um, yes. uh, the big question was answered, and I think it, it's, it's in bold print uh, where Xbox Game Pass is available, you can play Bethesda games. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Was this the definitive answer? Did you expect it so soon? You know, I didn't 100% expect it during the show. I thought that this was going to be more maybe of a long game uh, that they were going to, you know, just really milk this cow for everything that it's worth and and really play the long game with like this type of news. Maybe during E3 we would we would get it. And I, I think that it is very, very safe to say that um, if you are a PlayStation person, do not put a lot of, you know, a lot uh, too much into the hope that certain titles will go over to PlayStation. Now, with that being said, I do believe that there, you know, like any PR speak and, 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 and in many ways that was PR speak. I think that there are some outs that was put in there. For instance, uh, Phil Spencer, you know, and, and, you know, one part of the show said, uh, you know, even, uh, even in the future, there might be things that either have contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we will do that legacy on different platforms, I think can be interpreted very, very widely in the sense of, you know, that, that in the future could allow certain, uh, Bethesda titles or, you know, just the Zenimax titles over onto the PlayStation platform. But even with that being said, the, really the message that was sent was, if you have an Xbox, you will be able to play. If you have a PlayStation, you'll be able to play under very, 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 very tight circumstances. You know, I mean, tight circumstances or Being contractual, contractual uh, like reasons and, and so on and so forth. And, and whatever the legacy that Phil Spencer meant would imply. I I have a little, if I may, while I yeah, have jump here. jump jump on in, brother, because you've been going yeah. crazy on a DM, and and uh, obviously you mentioned something about some folks on other uh, 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 mainstream media is losing their s s h i t over yeah. this. <laughs> um, but what, what what are your thoughts on this, Tempest? Because obviously, you know, you're normally working for you to jump in. You obviously have a lot to say. Let's uh let's hear what you got to say. 
Yeah, though, I just on what Zemi said, uh, and our good friend Mag in our chat, too, he's he's hung up on the legacy part. Uh, if we know one thing about Bethesda, they kind of have uh, Nintendo-itis, and what I mean by that is they re-re-re-re-re-release stuff. Um, I, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't put it past, uh, Bethesda to say, release a special, special edition of Skyrim or something of the sort. Um, if you were to apply legacy, legacy just means things from the past and yes. in most cases, yes. bringing them new. If he made that comment, then that would mean there'd be no exclusive games. Cause listen, Bethesda does not do one-offs. They do series. Every game they have has something tied to it. I mean, the reason Starfield's a big, uh, big deal is because it's the first new IP in like 15 or 20 years or whatever it is. So that would mean nothing is exclusive, which would be a total contradiction to what he just said. I feel if they come out with like a, a, a super, you know, uh, Elder Scrolls pack or they, they remaster Oblivion or something of that nature, something uh, that used to be on a Sony platform, I could see maybe that coming forward. But I wouldn't take Legacy as the stuff that's on there, you know, now and the future iterations of said properties being brought forward. I don't think they're going to do that. Listen, the fact that the very, very first question asked from Pete Hines was speak on exclusivity. They didn't hold this to the end. They didn't just gloss over it super quickly. Phil said clear as day. We couldn't even plan this stuff. So really now you're looking at uh, Phil for the first time speaking on it, actually owning Bethesda. And this is his first statement. And he pretty much just said, we did this for exclusive content on where Game Pass is. So unless Sony signs that dotted line and they let Game Pass on their system, which they're just never going to do, it is what it is, man. Bethesda is an Xbox property. So from here on out, it's Xbox. Xbox all the way. Uh, the, only, the only outlier... Yeah, I, I could see, and I, I think it would probably might still be exclusive just because it's such a big deal. But is in, is Indiana Jones? Um, they they announced that while Xbox could not uh, make the decisions yet. Right. So it may be Indiana Jones, maybe Starfield. Although I think Starfield's exclusive. Starfield has been in the making, and I feel it's coming out this year. So if that's the case, that you know PS5 version was like probably seventy percent done. So. We'll see, but no, man. Like, like I feel the next Elder Scrolls, you know, uh, the next Wolfenstein. I mean, you name it. Uh, the next Arcane exclusive, next Doom. It's all going to be exclusive, you know, Xbox. So that's, that's my take. I, I got to tell you, uh, I absolutely agree with you one thousand percent. I think it was balls of steel uh, and needed to be done to start the show with the with the question of exclusivity. I think that was super important. I think uh, Phil actually said a few things where you know I, I've heard I've heard that from the fans, and we got to address it uh, before I get to uh, the next or the rest of the panel. Obviously, we're we got two hundred people here. I don't know if this is going to be a successful stream or not because I had to stop the first stream to start uh obviously I, there was some sound issues again if you're new this is not normally how it works we usually get all of the uh check boxes you know checked off before we uh we go live i've never done a live event like that so it may be something that i did wrong but rest assured um as soon as Streamyards uh, corrects me in what I was doing, the next live stream that we happen to be uh, doing, it is going to uh, 
uh, it's going to work uh, flawlessly. Again, this was a shot in the dark. I didn't know if it was going to work. It didn't. And um, obviously, I apologize for that. But we're back. And uh, now we're going to be breaking it down. But before I get to the rest of the panel, I think everyone is really going to have a lot to say. I want to read some of the important quotes uh, from Phil Spencer regarding this. And um, this is where he starts out with. He says, so obviously, I can't sit here and say every Bethesda game is exclusive because we know that that's not true. There are contractual obligations that we are going to see through as we always do in every one of these instances. We have games that exist on other platforms, and we're going to go and support those games on those platforms that they are currently on. There are, a com there are, a community, there are communities of players we love. Uh, uh, no, there are communities of players. We love those players, and we're going to invest in them. And even in the future, there might be things that have either contractual things or legacy on different platforms that we'll go and do. But if you're an Xbox customer, one thing I want you to know is this is about delivering great exclusive games for you that ship on platforms where Game Pass exists. There is the that that's that's the crux of it. Finally, he says, and that's our goal. That's why we're doing this. That's the root of this partnership we're building and the creative cap capability we'll be able to bring to market for our Xbox customers is going to be the best it has ever been for Xbox. Um, um, Archimedes, let's get to you right away on this. Uh, yeah. This this is the line in the sand I think we've all been wanting. Uh, and again, I'm I'm not going to be poking fun at Sony players. I I I because we don't do console wars shenanigans on this channel, and I don't think anybody here on this panel actually uh, in, you know invests in console war nonsense. But this was important. Uh, this is the way you lead off an event. Um, I think that the uh, the it's it's clear as day. I, I think there's some people like IGN trying to spin this into what legacy means, and of course we know IGN is notorious for doing that. Uh, and I'll see the yeah, yeah, fit yeah. that they, they apparently had. What 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 does this say to you, Archimedes? It is the statement we've all wanted. Um, it, I didn't expect um, for Phil to roll out a list and say this game will be exclusive this one uh, this one won't be um but it is basically the what we have been saying on the show um i've been saying it on on my um in my videos ever since uh, they announced the, the the intent of acquiring bethesda that they will have the certain uh, ongoing games um that will be exclusive uh, won't be exclusive pardon me um so games like fallout 76 and elder scrolls online they will continue to support that that was clear then they are they are obviously going to honor the contracts they already have so games like Deathloop or ghostwire tokyo of course they will keep those on, on the playstation uh, side but the intention when you spend 7.5 billion dollars is to grow your ecosystem and you you the best way to grow it is to have something on the platform that you cannot get anywhere else and that's exclusives and that's why i really uh, am happy that he finally gave us the statement and uh, before i say, uh, go into why i think it is the right move to do exclusivity like that let me put it this way and i've said it on my video two days ago if they wouldn't have given a clear statement, that vague statement they gave two days ago in the Xbox Y article is really a problem for us gamers and the entire industry. Because let's face it, if they wouldn't have 
come out with a clear statement, we would have had that exclusivity discussion in with every game announcement. And I'm so tired of it. <laughs> I'm so tired of people people arguing about this. And um, I cannot. I haven't checked Twitter yet, but I'm 100 uh, sure well that there's. <laughs> pardon me. <laughs> is it blowing up a three bit? It is. It is blowing up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably blowing up. And uh, I, I bet there is a ton of toxi uh, toxicity out there. But let me get one thing clear. Here is why every PlayStation owner should be happy that the those games are exclusive to the Xbox ecosystem because it puts pressure on Sony. It's what we've been saying. Uh, for a long time here in the podcast, I know VJ has been saying it, you have been saying it, boom. Um, a lot of people have been saying it on this show. Um, Sony needs competition. And the best way to do that is with exclusivity. Put pressure on them. It's the only way how Sony won't start the next generation by increasing the game price, by lying to the customer base, and so on. They, that's the only way how you can do that is when you have such a market share as you have it now. Now, with those games becoming exclusives, the gap going into this next generation, the gap in between Microsoft and Sony will become smaller. And I'm not, people always confuse when I say that. Um, I'm not saying I want Xbox to quote, quote unquote win. It's not about winning. I want them to do both well, but I want to be them on par because that drives the competition and that's where we gamers win the most from yeah if sony and microsoft are really fighting for our wallets and none of them can get cocky and and make game prizes like that like sony has it um that's not what we want and that's why why playstation owners will also benefit uh, to some degree with this um exclusivity and yeah, now I'm really looking forward to see what they have teased um, with this uh, summer event, what, what we will get there to see. I bet Starfield is definitely coming. And it oh, will sure. Be the no first. doubt about that. Yeah, yeah it will be the, the first uh, a big exclusive. Um, there's no doubt in my mind because you cannot start this relationship by saying, uh, we will. We, we bought them to make exclusive games, and then the first game you you announce <laughs> won't be an exclusive. So Starfield <laughs> is going to be exclusive. There's zero doubt in my mind. We will see it this summer. Um, but I really like the the other parts of the event as well. Um, uh, they really talked about um, a little bit from their history. There was so such a positive spirit in the room. They uh, you could feel they are excited to finally start as one unit. They have great things coming. They are really looking forward to share their technology. This is what also got me so the, excited. The talk of the ID tech potentially coming Absolutely. into some of the uh, Xbox first party it blew my mind. But you know something? You know who I, who I found to be my favorite there, who is as passionate I think as we are Sarah Bond can we give yeah. her a round of applause my yeah, god absolutely. she yeah. is awesome. she is the I want you to know listen I don't know what's going to happen with current brass Phil Spencer Aaron Greenberg but when I say she is a shining star for Xbox and thank God that they have her where they have her she I, I think she's the future of the brand to be honest with you yeah, definitely. Um, she, she's a great person on camera. She's well-spoken. Yes. You can really tell um, that she, she brings a lot of um, new ideas um, into into the Xbox realm. I bet um, 
it, it, it's not it's not a uh, coincidence that she leads basically the external partnerships and with that basically yes. also this game pass um yeah that, that, and we talked about this in our first show before the stream yeah uh, how important game pass is and um for her to basically lead that uh that uh, service is is just a great thing um and yeah there was a lot of overall excitement and and positive spirit in 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 that stream and that i really liked um even though we didn't get much news except the uh, exclusivity statement it it was really something i'm pumped right now i i yeah. can i want to play games now <laughs> <laughs> well listen you know what uh, you know what let me let me bring this to um damn i don't know who we lost we might have lost okay we might i think we might have lost tempest if he comes back he has the link logan meyer are you there sir I am indeed here. Bill. Okay, so Logan, let, let, first of all, let, let, let's get your opinion on a couple of things. Uh, the the way that this event show video opened up was powerful. Um, I think that the expectation, that I, for me personally, as someone who covers the industry, I like to say professionally, but I don't know how professional my show really is, um, that I was taken aback, but they attacked the exclusivity right away. And I want to say a big shout out to Pete Hines for uh, softballing that question right over to Phil and Phil answering it definitively. Um, yes. Was it corporate speak? Sure. But was the answer that everyone uh, was the question answered that everyone was asking about exclusivity? I think it was. What, what were your thoughts on the way Phil broke this down? I um first off I want to say that I think um Uncle Pete did a phenomenal job of moderating that entire He thing. absolutely was, did. Yeah. It was just a brilliant showcase. Everybody was you could just feel the enthusiasm and the passion and that like you know we're a family, we're a unit and just hearing about all the studios learning about each and every one of them and their culture and their unique fits it it just feels natural that bethesda and xbox are now 23 xbox studios it just their their collaboration it makes me so excited for the future thinking about you know if it already collaborated with machine games on this imagine it and coalition doing some absolutely bonkers shooter game or just it's just awesome and as for the exclusivity thing i I am very, very happy that they just, you know, they they just answered it. That it's what we wanted, and they did. They obviously there are some things they can't say because you know legal contractual reasons. Yes, there are some you can't a hundred percent say on some titles. But from my interpretation of how he addressed it, is that you know there's going to be some games that will. Absolutely be multi-plat, like probably Elder Scrolls Online. The games are already established on those platforms, multiplayer or need an online basis. Um, maybe the whole legacy comment refers to like a Wolfenstein 3 being allowed to be multi-plat so people can experience the end of a trilogy. Oh, maybe that's not, maybe that's just a reach, but... In one way, I could see them just allowing people to experience the end of that trilogy as a quote legacy, but and then, but the vast majority, he says, you know, you have to have Game Pass to get these games; they're exclusive to Game Pass. So that that puts the ball in PlayStation and Nintendo's quarter, and like 
would they really consider adding um, Game Pass to their platforms if they want Bethesda titles? Because it definitely sounds like if they don't have Game Pass, that these are these suckers are stuck on Xbox. So um, I um, I was really proud of how they did it, and I can't wait for the future. You know, I I agree. And, and first of all, let me uh, let me let me just welcome in the nearly eight hundred people that are here, folks. I'm not sure if my panel understands that we have we have almost eight hundred people here, which is bonkers. Um, everyone which is excited. Them and yeah. please hit that like button for Boom. Boom is such a yeah, hardworking sure. podcast. I say it all the time. <laughs> it, it doesn't cost you anything to hit that like button. No one can see if you hit the like button. It's completely anonymous. So please <laughs> just do him a favor. No, actually, I read an article uh, the other day that people don't like to hit the like button because they are not sure um, if people can see um, what they liked. And uh, you, you know, a lot of people watch with their real name accounts and, and so so they, they just don't want to do that. It's apparently a thing. So it's oh. completely anonymous. It doesn't cost anything. Uh, and it helps Boom really, really uh, out uh, to grow his channel, to, to get this show out. And yeah, please do that. It's greatly appreciated. Oh, well, yeah. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we lost Zemi somehow. I don't know if Zemi had to go. I'll, I'll, I'll hit him up privately. But uh, let me just catch up with some of the Super Chats that continue to come in. Um, Smitty Smith, our brother, bringing us back to church once again. And he says this after dropping a $2 Super Chat. Welcome home, Bethesda, the Book of X. Uh, Jericho Jackson, welcome to the program there, Jericho. Thanks for being here. He drops an outstanding fight house super chat and says this legacy could mean the MMOs as they get uh, expansions. I believe that's what it means. To be honest with you, I think you're really onto something. Uh, real quick, we got to throw, throw a big shout out to Cotton McCast. He's a good friend of this show, good friend of the community. Cotton, welcome back, brother. See you in the chat. Hopefully, you are doing well. Um, Lonely Boy 221133 drops a very generous five hours super chat and he says this Phil Spencer confirmed collaborations between team. Love it. Obsidian plus Bethesda. At some point over the next five to ten years, we'll sure deliver a Fallout collab. Yeah, I, you know what? I listen to me. I, I have a feeling that the Fallout New Vegas two is already in the works, one way or another. Uh, Six Slayer drops a two dollars super chat. Thank you for the generosity. He says today has been a day of validation. Enough said. Indeed, Six Slayer. Uh, Bernard Miller. Drops a very generous $2 super chat and says, didn't they say the older Bethesda games go on Game Pass tomorrow? Yes, 20 of them. 20, 20 Bethesda games are getting dropped tomorrow in Game Pass. The and value will get the FPS boost, guys. Yes, the FPS mm. boost. This is this is just insane. Um, John B, generous friend of the show, he says this to dropping a $5 super chat. I love how Phil Spencer wants to go to Tokyo first, still wants to make a mark in Japan. Yeah, it's it's his passion for that region of the world is real. And this is why we all love Phil and we're happy that he is running the show. Jay AC Claremore drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I bought the PlayStation 4 for, mi for the Medieval remake and Mario Edition Switch for Pokemon. Exclusives are massively important. Indeed, JC, they certainly are. Pixel Bit G drops a very generous $5 super chat and great to see you here, Pixel. He says, no, legacy means existing titles will remain on those platforms. New games are new games and no soup for you. <laughs> Love it. And I think he's right. Michael Culloch. Wow, Michael. Thank you so much. He drops an outstanding 
very generous $20 super chat and says this. If Sony wants to compete, all they need to do is restructure PlayStation Now to be like Game Pass. First party titles being there permanently, I agree 100%, and lower barrier for entry. Jim Ryan seems to have a a different mindset, though, and I agree with you. Uh, Louis Augustus, or no, Lucius Augustus. Thanks for being here, Lucius. He says this after dropping a $5 super chat. These PlayStation dudes are on Twitter still claiming that they'll get those games despite what Phil says. Delusion is a power tool. Yeah, I I walked away from that pretty much thinking that, yeah, the exclusives are going to be on Microsoft's box or PC, wherever Xbox Game Pass is. Uh, Kayasante drops a very generous $5 super chat. Great to see you here, brother. Hopefully you are well. I said it before, and I'm happy to be right. Xbox gave into iOS, Android, Steam, and Twitch. No way they'll do that with for PlayStation. They don't need them. Indeed, they don't. Uh, the Wandering Dutch. Hey, Dutch, what's up, dude? Hopefully you're doing well. Love uh, what he does with this community. He says this after a generous fight. I'll super chat. Phil said, whatever uh, what I've been saying from the start, uh, um, expected it. Glad it's clarified. Great show. Yeah, it was a great show indeed. Pixelbit G shows his generation uh, generosity again with another uh, $2 Super Chat. Fallout was based on Wasteland, both IPs for Xbox, indeed. And Gary Duddle, welcome, Gary. Wow, he drops a very generous $30 Super Chat and says, Microsoft just saved me hundreds of dollars over the next few years with so many great titles going into Game Pass. Thanks for the friendly podcast that always has amazing guests and for helping me find the trophy room. Oh, dude, Gary, I'm glad you did, brother, and thank you for your generosity, man. Definitely appreciate that. Um, three bit uh you know we 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 talked about this uh you you specifically along with vj had some outstanding points in the first podcast we did uh to start today and here we are uh, talking about what just transpired how big of a deal and how how big was were their balls to put to talk about this right out of the gate i think it's amazing that phil's on twitter right now like replying to paris saying (laughs) like uh like basically making fun of the whole situation um yeah it's 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 amazing man first off working at different studios it's it's you always get um i i guess people who aren't as collaborative you see like different personalities and stuff but just the energy i saw from from that video how all these teams are collaborating and how much they admire each other and a common theme i saw throughout that whole live stream was how uh how they embrace ideas and that that is how you get things done and that that's that's what i was worried about if anything i've always said since the beginning i thought that was going to happen i i always said elder scrolls online that makes sense uh basically what he was saying legacy titles uh kind of like a minecraft well minecraft is a legacy title uh basically legacy to me means re-releases like another skyrim uh, or uh some type of reboot or or something like that or that or or mmo right those are like legacy titles everything else and i apologize for my little puppy um that to me is 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 pretty much what's going to happen um this is just massive i i wasn't expecting phil to go out at very beginning of the show just basically saying like hey uh where game pass lies that that is 
uh, pretty much where you will get these games. And that, that was pretty much what I was going to say. <laughs> um, but when you uh, introduced this topic, I was going to say, hey, it, it makes sense. Uh, it, like for Disney Plus, um, you see Disney is not releasing their content on, on Netflix. It's the same thing. The subscription at the end of the day matters more. Uh, Disney Plus just jumped to like 100 million subscriptions and yes. they expect it to hit that goal in 2024. So they hit it about three to four years early. That so is why, correct. Yep. So why did it suddenly jump content and exclusive quality like shows like Mandalorian and, and WandaVision, right? So what you have here is just is just a massive deal. It's a very monumental uh, moment in uh, gaming history and it's going to be kind of ridiculous these next few days with gaming <laughs> these huge sites because you know it's just the way it is i i hope they they're getting what we are what we've been saying <laughs> and, and and maybe not i don't want to talk about this anymore i want to focus on the games kind of like Ar archimedes was saying <laughs> clear statement archimedes <laughs> <laughs> um you know i i think this is you know, as clear as it's going to get, you know, and if there's a contract out there, um, then, you know, those games will be on other platforms. Something like Starfield, I saw a couple times, like even Pong Soul, he's in the chat. He's like, hey, boom, this is what we were talking about. Um, I think we could kind of see already Starfield not being uh, or, or being an exclusive because of what Jim Ryan said, right? He's like, I don't even know if, if Starfield yes. is going to be on PS5. So that's right. already clarified to me just from his statement on that. Uh, we already know they tried to get it. So uh, amazing, amazing announcement. Uh, I'm excited for these studios. It's really cool uh, that they are uh, underneath an umbrella that has even more money, so <laughs> now they can. Do no, more you know stuff. what? You, but, but what I what I you, you got to understand something again. I, I I love your perspective because you work in the industry, so you understand that when you're working for a developer, uh, and and they don't know how they're going to pay the next rent or keep the lights on or pay their staff, that's a scary disposition. Uh, what this does for Microsoft, especially because of a lot of those smaller studios. They're going to be able to not only bring forth their visions, they're going to be able to do that not worrying if they're going to get paid. And that is a big, big deal, folks. That is, a, that is, that is where, when we look between the bylines, how important this is. And Pong, if you're in the chat, you want to jump on, check your DM. I just sent you a link, brother. I sent the link to uh, Cotton McCass if you want to jump in and give your opinion. Uh, Gaz from Game On Daily got one as well. If you guys want to jump on. Let, you know the 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 golden ticket has been issued so feel yeah. free to feel feel free to jump in uh but strong strong point uh vj i i, I mean um three bit but let's get let's get the vj vj look we're closing in on 900 people here uh which is a record for this particular program folks this is a small channel uh i i do want to please suggest that if you're new uh, if you're finding uh, Double Barrel Gaming for the first time, I do four weekly live shows, two of which are Xbox. Uh, there is no console war shenanigans here. We don't curse. Uh, we try not to curse on the air. Uh, this is a family program, uh, and I do all the work myself. No interns. Uh, and uh, I you know, listen. I, I would I would love to get some um, new subscribers. I think you're going to dig the work for sure. Uh, this community, specifically this chat, is the best in the business, and it's run by uh, 
uh, by the people for the people. Uh, so if you are new, please consider subscribing. Hit the like button on your way in or out. It would be tremendously appreciated. But VJ, yes, sir. VJ, we we we. I, I think that you when, when you say the, the 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 phrase turning the corner, I think that not only did Phil turn the corner, like I just did on the video I'm playing in the background, he broke through the wall uh, to start this to, to start this. You know, we we. I mean, depending on who you were, you were going to ask. Thought that this was going to be a stroke fest, where it was not. It was a very, very deliberate um, um, sit down between some of the biggest minds within Xbox, and they answered the hard questions. In fact, again, uh, Pete Hines. Hats off to Pete Hines for for dropping the megaton to start the show. It, it set the pace, in my opinion. Where do you sit on the exclusivity? Was it clear enough for you? Um, my thoughts are not that much different to what I said before the event started, and since and since last year uh, when the deal was first announced. Um, what I took away um, is all Bethesda content will be in Game Pass, and Phil will deploy all uh, all content. To, at his disposal strategically, much of it exclusively or contractually or, or historically sewn into uh, into the fabric of pop culture. This is exactly what I said last year. You can see that he very carefully worded what he said. He doesn't want to alienate other communities entirely, as as he's as he knows right now. He's he's not arrogant, boisterous, or large enough yet to alienate existing gamers. The the only guarantee. Um, that he made clear to me, and I need to listen back to it again. And you know that I like to listen and, and have a cup of tea and, and let things percolate before I speak. But I know that <laughs> I'm time is of the essence today. So, so enough. So everything will go into Game Pass. That's the guarantee, which is all about inclusiveness. And he talked to what did he use again? The words that I used earlier: community, right? Inclusiveness, right? No one left behind. Xbox hardware. He didn't really mention it, for, and he's consistent in the fact that it's an option for the best experience. Exactly what we've been saying on on, on this show. When you when you start out, it doesn't matter how big you are with, with a new endeavor. And Game Pass is a new endeavor, and uh, and you're starting out and building. Forced conscription yields poor results. Both Sony and Xbox. Um, have have tried these tactics before, and we've known the outcome of 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 uh, approaching um, much smarter, can I say, uh, audience um, or, or public than it than it was before. If you if you really look at what Phil was doing, he is playing the game, but in a more subtle, seductive, cunning, and devilish way, in order to pull in a lot more subs than the modest what twenty million subs they currently have right now, or. Yeah. It, Forces, as Tempest was saying, and, and we've discussed it on the show, that uh, it forces other platform holders to uh, think about including Game Pass uh, as a service or build an alternative. I mean, fans, especially ultra fans, and you know who you are, right? Who come across them all the time. Will, 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 will make individual comments, and I've seen them right on Twitter and, and so on and so forth, um, just after the show, and 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 on and on previous events that have gone uh, that have uh, gone by. And they can set a precedence of acceptance and non-acceptance, as is their right, as to how boxes, how Xbox is run, and decisions that are made uh, regarding certain games in development, let alone exclusivity. I'm saying Phil and Xbox are seemingly want to 
in my opinion, and everything that I've heard him say over the last seven, eight, nine months, maybe actually back to when, when the Xbox, more than that, right, 2019, when he announced the Series X at the, at the Game Awards, he wants to transcend individual voices and tribalistic tendencies, and it irritates him, and he's come out and said it as well. And, um, and, he, and I think he's looking within and beyond uh, above those voices, and he needs to if the brand's to grow and flourish. I, I, I sometimes... I feel like the public want to set company policy <laughs> and you know I know we get excited we're gamers and, and you know we don't mean it right but but we've already given the responsibility to Phil to make the wisest and the most intelligent choice and uh, even if you agree or disagree with it and I said it what was it last week or the week before whatever he does you have to just respect it right he's come this far and he hasn't really done anything wrong right he hasn't really taken a misstep has he and all I can say, you can you can choose to respect uh, what Phil is doing, especially since the game that is afoot is in its infancy. It's large, wide, deep, and more complex than any of us can really fathom. And I wanted to talk about Sony, but if there is time, but I, I just want to stick. No, through. no, by all means, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, I, yeah. I, I just want to got a bit more say to, on Xbox, and depending on time, then I'll talk about where Sony and Nintendo stand, and maybe or maybe that's a topic for another show. But five months ago, I talked extensively about the point of convergence. Uh, other platform holders will inev inevitably follow suit in some sort of fashion at some point in the future in order to compete or vie for perhaps the same subscribers or even a larger subscriber base if Phil's ambition and vision becomes a reality. Sony in 1994 took a niche industry and made it mainstream. Microsoft is potentially going to expand the industry from 200 million console gamers, perhaps to 300 or 500 million, made up of a mixture of hardware owners or subscribers. It's safe to say if, if Xbox are successful, Sony and Nintendo, even if they become the new respective number two or number three, will have by default a far more valuable and profitable business than they have today. It's just, you just look at it like that, right? So, so I don't think anyone's unhappy or should be unhappy if you're looking at purely from a business perspective. Uh, I mean, I'm going to remain consistent in my perspective, which spanned back to last year uh, when no one kind of agreed, but perhaps <laughs> really did or does, in terms of how management of Bethesda's content will go, exclusives of not exclusive. In my mind, is kind of an immature perspective. To Mr. Badbit's point, I spoke extensively several months ago that the fact that only 1.4% of Sony's 1.2 billion units of PS software sales were related to Bethesda IP. So the question is, does Sony care? I think they have to because I think the ball game is changing. No. But also for me, it's no longer about you know just about a game pass surface with exclusive content that's becoming antiquated thinking the new mature normal i think that feels going for is strength and depth and continuity of content and new ip and deploying of said content and ip across all time and space i'm sorry if this sounds like a preface to a dr hugh episode that's not, that's not my intention anyway that's what i think phil is at least thinking about it reminds me of, of, of a quote uh, one of your most sort of beloved first ladies, Eleanor Roosevelt, once said, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss events, and small minds discuss people. Game Pass is the main objective. Um, a Series S or X is somewhat a choice and a preference. For subscribers, it's going to be, for subscribers, above and beyond the core hardcore, it's going to be about the value proposition of exactly what and how much is available from a subscription-based service at any point in time, regardless of where else the corporation deploys its content and eventually said consumer won't care less if specific games 
are available on other devices, the nature of which content is being consumed is changing. I'm seeing, you know, compared to when it, when the industry first took, boomed. Uh, so when you, what I'm kind of noticing is that the consumers that will subscribe and grow Xbox exponentially are always going to look at value and uh, accessibility, quality, variety, and continuity. And with the Bethesda deal, that's why it's so key, right? And I'll leave a, I'll leave a poser for you. Xbox had zero meaningful exclusive bangers over the last several months, perhaps for more than a year, and not even a launch tile for its newest device. Tell me, has that hindered the growth of Game Pass subs? No. Xbox hardware is an optional preference, as I keep saying, but Phil specifically used words like legacy, connected communities. He won't be alienating anyone, but everything in the Xbox ecosystem, will it, everybody within it will enjoy all Bethesda content day in, day on Game Pass, and perhaps as a, a $70 on other formats. And I think that that is the clearest illustration that will make all gamers consider or second guess what system they're buying, what service they're subscribing to. And you know what? Xbox actually won't have to raise their voices or a finger in order to illustrate that. So, yeah. but, no, um, I, I mean, it's, it's, listen, what you said is, is spot on. There's no doubt about it. But what I want to do is I, I sent out the bat signal and three Batmen uh, appeared uh, in Cotton McCast, Mav, also known as Fun Speculation, and our good brother, Pong Soul. We're going to get their opinions on this m- monstrous day for Xbox and its millions of fans. And Cotton, welcome back, brother. It has been way too long. Um, how the heck have you been? And more importantly, what are your thoughts? What's on the big news that, yes, Bethesda games are going to be exclusive on Xbox? Thanks, man. Thanks for extending the invite. I did see the signal and I came equipped. Uh, I thought the show was great. I've been good, by the way. I've been busy. Life's been going on, you know. But uh, I think it was huge. A lot of people thought that, you know, the game, the legacy games, like uh, I think Pixelbit, dropped the super chat and said, you know, those are the games that have been on the console. Like what most people have been thinking, which would be, uh, you know, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, like Fallout 76, like games that are on there already will be exclusive and continue to be supported. I thought that's pretty and new games going forward. Yeah, hey, Cotton, real quick, your your connection is really bad. I'm not sure where you are, brother. You sound like uh, you know, we, we could barely hear. You want to drop out and drop back in, we'll come right back to you. All right, thanks, brother. Uh, Mav, welcome to the program, Mav. How you feeling? Hey, what did I miss? Well, what you missed is, uh, <laughs> I don't know, Phil Spencer just confirmed that uh, Bethesda games are going to be exclusive to Xbox. And, uh, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I didn't know what was uh, what the show was going to be. Uh, you know, we knew that we were going to get Phil. I, I'm, I called it. I said, we're going to get Phil. We're going to get Pete Hines. We're going to get mm-hmm. uh, Zemi's Lord and Savior, um, um, Todd Howard. Um, I didn't expect Greeny. It was great to see him there. Sarah Bond being there was big. And of course, we got a chance to to hear from all of the other uh, heads of studios. It was actually, I want to watch it again. I, I'm, you know, I want to sit down and, and enjoy it later on in peace and prepare for tomorrow's Breakfast of Boom, where this is going to be a big subject. But man, talk about, I mean, nailing it right out of the gate. What what were your thoughts on the way that, uh, that Pete Hines pitched that question to uh, my uh, to uh, head of Xbox, Phil Spencer, and the way he handled it. Well, I thought it was pretty dang clear. So I think he's just trying to put all the talk to rest and let people move on to talk about other things. Uh, because what he said was, 
pretty much what everybody's been saying uh, in the Xbox community anyway. And he, he was clear about that. He said, okay, yes, there are contracts that they have to uphold. And they're going to do that because that's what they do when they make these acquisitions. They honor the contracts. Technically, they don't have to. They could afford to, to buy, buy out these out. contracts. Yes. Yeah. But that's not their MO. They are not going to do that. And they're going to honor the contracts. That's why he made that a point. Right? So that's number one. Number two, he says legacy games. And he also says um like ongoing games that are already on platforms when he talks about that he's talking about like you guys have said like the fallout 76 elder scrolls online things that they're not going to just take it away from all these fans that are spending money in an ecosystem that would just be dumb right because you have millions of players playing these games pouring money into it don't take it away from them right but new games that don't have any contractual obligations are going to come to platforms that have Game Pass. Yep, clear as day. Clear, clear as day. So the talk is done. the uh, The baby's been put to sleep. Um, no more. Hey, I wonder if this is going to happen. Hey, we know what it's going to be now. The only question we could have is what games are there potentially contractual obligations for that we may not know about, right? Um, and that that would be the only thing but regardless that that's only going to be a problem for the short term long term they've been talking they were talking about going over their 10 year roadmap together yeah that was exciting to hear a 10 year roadmap they're already kind of laying the woodwork of like hey what's this going to look like 10 years from now that's what i am excited about that's what i'm looking forward to because they're making big plans uh and what is that going to look like and that it has me so freaking excited man uh this is a big day uh for xbox now that that's all been put to bed that i thought the whole show was really good uh going through the interviews uh with the different uh developers from all over the world um, just kind of giving their thoughts on it. Uh, it shows an inclusivity with Bethesda that's going to be uh, come an inclusivity as part of Xbox. Uh, so it's exciting times, man. That's it, I, I couldn't be happier as somebody that's invested into the Xbox ecosystem. Yeah, and I definitely appreciate you jumping in, brother. Thank you so much for hanging out, man. Definitely uh, love what you brought to the table, and I agree 100%. Pong Soul, are you there, brother? I am boom. I am at the office, so I apologize for the audio. Uh, obviously, just uh, making a call in from the phone, so I hope it's okay. Yeah, it's perfectly fine. Listen, let's get your opinion on this. This is a big day for Xbox. Uh, this is huge, a big huge day. day. Uh, this, huge this, day. This, 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 like I said earlier, this, this basically drew the line in the sand. Uh, I think that I think that there is no denying uh, or, or confusing at this point what is going to transpire moving forward. I think that even though uh, some uh, you know, um, big language was used in regards to you know corporation business. I think that you walk away from this saying, "Yeah, I completely understand that where Xbox Game Pass is is going to have Bethesda titles moving forward." And we know currently that you don't have that service on PlayStation or Nintendo. Now, could that change? Certainly. 
Do I think it will? The answer is no. I don't think you ever see uh, uh, a come to PlayStation. I, I, I would be very remiss and surprised. Nintendo, that's a little different. I think Nintendo has a great relationship with uh, with Microsoft, and, and that might be something that they want to do together. Uh, maybe even get uh, Nintendo's online up to par by using the Azure servers. Maybe that's some sort of a deal that they work in there, and now they can use Game Pass. But this was a way to, first of all, the production value of this show was fantastic. Uh, it was very well narrated. It was paced perfectly. I never felt like I was looking at my watch for when it was going to end, and I wanted more. What are your thoughts on what this means to Xbox, Microsoft, and more importantly, the millions of Xbox players? Uh, look, this is everything that we talked about the other day, Boom, uh, when we were on the show and people were asking what we wanted to hear out of that blog post and, and why we had so many questions. It, had this exact quote from Phil been put in that blog post, we wouldn't even had that show. We would have been praising it for exactly what was stated clearly and the points that were made today uh, defined exactly what we can expect going forward. And that's what we have been talking about on your show is expectations being set. They have now drawn that line in the sand that we talked about. And yes, do we know every single contract that's out there or that has been signed, you know, maybe years ago or whatever the case may be? No, we, we don't. And I didn't expect them to go ahead and list off all, all the stuff that, you know, all the contracts that have been signed and, and exactly how this is all going to go down. But what it did state clearly was that if you want to play future Bethesda titles, Zenimax titles, the best place to play them and the only place to play them is going to be on Game Pass, period, and the Xbox ecosystem. And they definitely made the move that we all expected from the beginning uh, that puts them in a place of power. And they have basically put you know, Sony and, and Nintendo to a lesser degree because they do have a good relationship with Nintendo. And I think there are certain things that are moving forward there already, but they definitely put Sony in check and said, okay, your move now go ahead. What are you going to do? Are we going to get a game pass deal done? Maybe allow your players to experience a lot of these games, but you got to put a game pass on your system. And it puts them in that position where they are now in control of a large portfolio of IPs that are highly desirable. And I think that is something that we talked about that they had to use when you go spend $7.5 billion and you are trying to expand and grow a subscription service that you see as the future. Uh, this is what you have to do. And, and they did it today. And I want to give a huge kudos because we talked a couple of shows ago, boom, about kind of our expectations of what a uh, presentation uh, of this deal would look like. This was excellent. This is one of the best produced Microsoft uh, experiences that I've seen in quite a while. In years, uh, dude. It, in exactly, years. exactly. And it's exactly what I wanted to see, to see all the studios underneath that Zenimax deal uh, represented to show the people that are involved with those studios and what it means for them to come to Microsoft and to have a sit down with, with, with Todd and Phil and Pete and Sarah Bond and Aaron Greenberg. And I, I'm sorry, I forget the other uh, lady's name um, to, 
to have that kind of sit down and interview shows the type of relationship outside of the industry that these people have and why this was so long in coming. And you get that. I, I think it was, it, I don't know who it was that said it earlier. Again, I apologize. I'm at the office. So I was listening while working, but uh, somebody talked about the excitement that they heard in everybody's voices and you could see it on their faces that this deal was finally done and to oh, see yeah, that, that was so come... obvious and the positivity oh. that they had yeah it was you exciting yeah it was you archimedes and i felt the exact same way when you yeah. said that i was like oh man spot on exactly what i was feeling like i was excited i mean i've already hyped for this but but i got happy and excited for everybody there and, and just thinking about what this future means and then for them to also talk i mean i wasn't expecting this much information uh but it was fantastic but then to talk about how um enthused they are to talk about the id tech and and moving forward and what that dude when they mean. said when they when they equated the fact that you could potentially get id tech into yep. some other xbox first party games yep Wow, dude. Yes. Just, wow. That, that that just it, it just went to everything that we've all all of us hardcore fans that have been watching this deal go down have talked about over these past months about the possibilities in the future, what this is going to mean and bring. And in Microsoft you know, or Xbox and Phil acknowledging that they want that communication. They want that shared technology and shared thought process and shared development across all their studios. I, I mean, it, it's, it's limitless what these guys could pull off with all the talent that they have now accumulated underneath one umbrella. It, it's simply, it, it's, it's looking great. I've been saying it. I'll continue to say it. It's the golden age of gaming and, and we are as gamers are all privileged uh to be a part of this time period because we are going to see some incredible stuff come out of this uh partnership yeah no absolutely dude and of course thank you so much for jumping in here definitely appreciate the the the, the um the, you know the, the way you broke it down i could not agree more uh cotton well first of all everborn saga welcome to the program brother we're gonna get to you in a second dude thanks for joining i know you have a lot to say cotton are you back bro yeah how's how's it sound? oh you said you sound you sound perfect now but okay. cotton right. okay so this is a big day for xbox uh this is a day that um i i, I listen i i don't poke i, I poke fingers at people i don't laugh at uh, you know i told you so i'm not a big told you so kind of a guy but my god the gaming industry right now is really stewing it uh stewing in it i should say especially places like ign who yeah. uh who were touting lots of things that were xbox negativity and now they have to basically eat it uh what 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 does this do for the industry uh, moving forward that they have just now confirmed xbox exclusives mean xbox and pc exclusives yeah i mean a lot of people touched on uh what i think everyone's thinking as far as the production quality being the top of the line as far as any of these shows we've seen since the pandemic or even before then uh i mean and you said a lot of people uh made their beds and they got to lay in it now uh, i think it was a consensus for a while that you know certain games moving forward were going to stay multi-plat because they have been already so the future for xbox and the ecosystem of xbox is looking very bright and and massive uh i mean i can't it's hard to put in to words that haven't been said but it's 
just think about <laughs> how many games are going to be coming down the pipeline and the, how it's going to affect the way people you would expect the way people look at and talk about Xbox as a whole now, you know, and that's such a big, it's so vast the way that you can play these games. Like you've talked about before the show went live, uh, whether it's your phone or on PC or wherever the game pass ecosystem goes to, you know, whether it's to other platforms later down the road, you know, it's still, it's massive for gamers is what it is as a whole. You know, whether that is for people who only get Game Pass in the future on an app on their phone or through their TV or if there's a deal down the line with a Nintendo situation, who knows. But the games are going to be huge, dude. And I think uh, hats off to Xbox for making it happen because I remember months ago whenever the deal was for ZeniMax being up for sale was being rumored at all and everyone's like oh i mean there's no way like seven billion you know <laughs> for, for someone to buy it and of course microsoft's the one who could do it yep but um i think it's it's exciting i'm, I'm at a little bit of a loss of words uh just because you know you this is the type of thing that we were dreaming about and talking about even way back before when we were going on about the warner brothers acquisition yes yeah know? i remember that yep and, sure do uh, you know, it's one of the biggest deals ever, if not the biggest deal in gaming to happen. It's it's so much of, uh, like you guys said, with how they talked about other studios being able to collaborate with uh, id, soft, id Tech. Um, I mean, they already do that, but that's just a huge... You just have so much more talent coming in now. It's, it's unreal. And uh, Bethesda's always been like a household name unto itself with games like the elder scrolls and fallout and i think uh i think people really aren't ready exactly i, mean, I think we're ready you know to see but what's going to come of this is uh we're just it's day one like they said like oh now we finally get to start working together yeah. you know and there was that excitement there so i think it's going to be awesome um you know i don't know i don't think something will ever happen with game pass going to sony i would i wouldn't be opposed to it uh, but as you guys said before, with Game Pass being the exclusive, you know, it, unto itself, uh, that says that was a big conversation that really I agreed with. And, you know, what comes into Game Pass and where Game Pass goes is, you know, remains to be seen. But you know where it's at right now. And it's on your Xbox. It's on your PC. It's on your phone. And, if and that's soon not, to be on your TV. It's soon to be on your TV, too. Exactly. So. It's huge, man. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and talk in circles for too long, but I really think it was one of the best produced shows. Uh, it was, I think it was pre-recorded. I don't know. I, I saw that it was like a premiering show yeah. on YouTube, and it wasn't. Yeah. I didn't say like live. So all those critiques of people being like, well, why don't you just you know pre-record these things and make the production quality as top-notch as it can be? And that's one of the things they do is they listen. You know, Xbox really listens, so... You know, hats off to them. Yeah, and, and, and a great job all around. Definitely, definitely appreciate you jumping in here. Uh, and uh, we definitely got to have you back on for sure, oh, brother. Yeah. Um, Everborn Saga. Uh, this is the day that you've been talking about. 
Um, and uh, I, th- I think that you were spot on a couple of days ago uh, on the record-breaking uh, amount of views we got for primetime gaming this last Monday. Uh, and here we go. Um, the gauntlet has been dropped, so to speak. What are your thoughts on the confirmation that uh, if you want to play Bethesda games moving forward, you got to get somehow involved into the ecosystem? Is this what Microsoft uh, wanted, and did they knock it out of the park today? Um, yeah, but see, to me, I, like, I, I've said this before, I think the victory was on Tuesday, right? When everybody was, you know, sort of apprehensive about the language of the word some, and I'm starting to see posts with like dictionary uh, like exact <laughs> definitions of the word some, it's, I, I told, I just said, like, everybody relax. Firstly, if you're an Xbox gamer, you already won, right? You yeah. won when the deal was closed your subscription just got more valuable. But the other part of it is there are certain things that we knew, right? And those things were, guess what? They have pre-existing contracts and those pre-existing contracts might be more than Go- Tokyo Ghostwire and Deathloop, right? Right. So we, we knew that. We, we all suspected that the sort of MMO, sort of games as a service stuff would stay multi-plat. And that that's and then now the word becomes legacy. And what does legacy mean? We know that they said that we're not pulling any games out of stores. There are a lot of games that are in um, other platform storefronts that they're that are going to remain. Yeah. yeah. Right. So all all of this, we need them to come out and say, F you, Sony or 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 F you, uh, uh everyone that said Xbox no, got no games, like we didn't need that. We needed to know that um, the games would be in Game Pass and he said it in the blog post, there would be exclusives. And now he just, because they are listening to us yes, and they acknowledge us and they come to our shows and they interact with us on social media, they know what we're saying, right? So Phil came out and said, look, this is about exclusives and anyone with a brain would say that if you know that their goal is to increase Game Pass subscriptions, you have to do that with exclusive content. Yes. That, that That's just the that's common sense is what that is. Right? Yeah. So th- there was never anything to be sort of upset about. And everybody was like, oh, communication. He said day one, we, we couldn't talk about it all this time, right? I think I think this is kind of like what I'm seeing with WandaVision, the finale, how you had a lot of people that were upset because they had their own theories. And right. then, and then uh, you know, Kevin Feige didn't do the theory that they made up in their head, even though that there was no precursor for it. I think a lot of people had this idea in their head that with this acquisition, they would be able to go back to Twitter and and go to all the, the, the Xbox trolls and say, ha, now look who has no games. Ha, you can't have my games, right? But that's not what this deal is about. And, and if you're a gamer, and it, and that's not what it should be about. It should be that you know in this platform you are getting your money's worth, and I think oh, one hundred percent now, yeah. right? So, so that's the thing. It was never going to be that kind of thing. And also, you know that Microsoft. It's not about playing the nice guy because I, I think if you look at this deal and you look at the statements on exclusivity and you look at the fact that they're trying to lock down 
more uh, studios or publishers. There, it's not a, it's not nice guy. It's just speak softly and carry a big stick. Yep. Right. So, so we, you know, we don't need that from them just to have arguments. What we need from them is games. And again, um, you know, that now people are talking about what the next acquisition is. I don't know that I care about what the next acquisition in is unless it's Capcom. Yeah, but, then, then we care. Then we care. Yeah, but I don't care right <laughs> then now. Then we riot. Yeah. <laughs> the good riot. It's like it's yes, like absolutely. Tough riot, right? <laughs> so the the but the thing is, what the focus needs to be now is, and again, is why I like that the the whole thing. And I specifically waited, like I wanted to watch the whole thing before I jumped in, and I started it late. That's why I came late. But they talked about the sharing of tech. That's right? big. Yeah, and huge. So what we need now is we need the fruit of this to sort of grow, right? So the seeds are planted now. Let's see what we'll reap. And and what we need to reap is high quality games, right? Yeah. Now is the time to release. So if Starfield is ready this year, or and speaking of starfield i have resigned myself to not having any feelings about starfield until i see at least 30 seconds of uncut gameplay because i don't know what it is yeah no i mean i just, I mean, I just know i'm supposed to be excited about it but there's really no proof other than a name and i i like the name but that's all i can do but that said they now need to deliver on the promise and yes. that's going to be and guess what Starfield might be multi-plat if it's coming out this year because maybe they have contracts and we can't go and start crying about that and say, see, look at this and that. It's a long, we all knew that this was a long-term play. Yeah. So it could be in the near future, maybe for the next year, two years, whatever else, that you will see new games be multi-platform. It does not mean that they don't care about you as a customer because they're putting it at Game Pass. It means that they had a pre-existing contract. Yeah. And, and and I know we all sort of like to live in the moment, but I'm just I want to I want everyone to prepare their emotions and say we will see some things. I think this the word should be some multi-plat games, right? <laughs> we will see some multi-plat games, maybe the ones we don't expect. Maybe Indiana Jones, maybe Starfield, maybe Wolfenstein 3. But again, those are pre-existing contracts. And we know, we knew from the beginning that everything wouldn't be exclusive. And we knew from the beginning that they would honor their contracts because what kind of asshole doesn't? Yeah, no, right? I, I, I absolutely, so I, I absolutely it's agree. all good news. All we need to know before the whole exclusive thing plays out, because they will be exclusive eventually, before all that plays out, just know that you don't have to worry about what's exclusive because you get it in your subscription. That is the number one thing to worry about. And uh, again, for a console or a platform with no games, there's a lot of port begging. And yeah. there's, a of, there's a lot of cheerleading and I told you so's when they hear they're, they're getting a game that they supposedly didn't want or games that didn't exist. So. You've won as an Xbox fan, no matter where, what contracts they have in place and what MMOs they support and what games they keep in store. So no more doom and gloom. I'm not saying that we're doom and gloom, but anybody, if you're an Xbox fan, you won. This is the time to celebrate.
No, I, I, I absolutely agree. I, I, I think that a lot was a lot was done today. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of uh, misunderstandings that happened on Tuesday were clarified. Uh, but this has been first of all, this has been an incredible day for 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 Xbox gamers. Uh, but personally, it has been an incredible day for me as a content creator. Um, I started my regular show like we always do on Thursdays at twelve. Uh, try to do something new for the channel and stream live. Um, the event and it was unfortunately uh, hit by some technical issues um and uh, then had to restart a new stream a new you know you know set that up in the background and did, had no idea had no idea how it was going to go we were going to get 50 people you know 500 people or 10 people i had no idea folks we almost hit a thousand people here that is record-breaking uh, viewage for this very very small channel uh, i've been only doing youtube for three and a half years i am uh, sitting here numb on how well today went. I cannot thank you enough for tuning in. Uh, I do want to catch up with some of the Super Chats before we do the outros and get everyone out of here And because I don't want to forget anybody. There's been quite a few Super Chats, and I, I I would be remiss if I didn't at least get to some of them. Uh, Victor Allistein drops a $5 Super Chat and says, Boom, my last Super Chat wasn't clear. Sorry. However, Phil just said, what I was implying. I also think selling at $70 on PlayStation would be tough. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think a $70 game or almost an $80 game here in New York is a tough sale. Smitty Smith drops an outstanding $5 super chat, and he says this. It's actually quite funny. Hey, IGN, please proceed to pick your face up off the floor. The Book of X. Um, Midway Monster drops an outstanding $5 super chat. And he says, sports analogy here. Getting Bethesda is like getting a franchise quarterback. We are co we are contenders, not pretenders. Great day to be an Xbox fan. Indeed. And thank you for your generosity. Psychonauts 8. What's up, dude? How's everything? He drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, future of Xbox is going to be exciting. Who's ready for what is going to be shown this summer? Oh, I am. Two shows. Two big Xbox shows. One Bethesda, one Xbox. It's going to be incredible. Gotham guy. Hey, dude. He drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, let me say congrats for over 900 people in the chat on this great day for Xbox fans. Phil's clear message today put all the rumors to rest they've signed their quarterback now let's play some football indeed um and we have x burke hey dude thanks so much for being here he drops an outstanding ten dollar super chat and says this xbox has created such a brilliant clear choice for non-exclusive games game pass or pay full price You'd be basically have to have a mental uh, deficiency of dishing out $70 per title moving forward. Yeah, they make it hard for you to do that. Uh, East Texas Alex drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, I'm just overwhelmed with the amount of games coming to Game Pass. I'm going to need a vacation uh, just, uh, just to find time to play them all. Hit that like button, people. Well, thanks so much for being here, brother. Um, Eagles fan 76, a generous friend of the show. He drops. An outstanding $5 Super Chat and says, the biggest thing is the studios can just create and let Microsoft worry about the budget. When that, uh, when problems come, you can't just collaborate on projects and tech. Yeah, no, I agree. I think the, I, I think the biggest excitement here is the collaborations. And again, I think for me, knowing that some ID tech is going to go into some other first-party Microsoft uh, um, IPs is ridiculously exciting. Uh, Smitty Smith, wow, dude, he drops another outstanding $2 super chat and says, there's no power greater than X, the book of X. Indeed. Um, 
East Texas, Alex drops another very generous final loop chat and says, so I think it's safe to say that Game Pass will hit 25 million subscribers before the end of the year. I have a feeling, Texas, that I think that they hit 25 million based on this news before E3, and they announced that at E3. Um, Logical Tech drops a very generous final loop chat and says, Wolfenstein 3 will be exclusive to Game Pass if no con- uh, contractual obligations exist. It's an easy way to to grow Game Pass by several hundred thousand subs. Yes, I, I think when you start seeing, and for me personally, guys, I think the 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 real um, salvo, if you will, is when they announce Starfield and when it says exclusive to Xbox Game Pass. I think that is where you're going to get people to say, you know what, I can no longer um, ignore what they're doing over here at Xbox, and I think that that is exactly why. The Xbox Series S was created. So if you are a PlayStation owner and mostly a diehard PlayStation owner, I think that at some point you can no longer um, ignore what they're doing over at Xbox and you go out and you get one. No one's saying you leave PlayStation, but you definitely give yourself a a second console in your home to take advantage of of the uh, value proposition. Um, Smitty Smith, wow, he drops another $5 super chat and he says this. Xbox just shook the world, um, shook up the world. The winds of change are blowing. The Book of X, indeed. And CYV Studios drops a $5 super chat and says, I just want to congratulate uh, congrat- congratulate Boom and the panel. You were about to hit 1K people watching live. I haven't, uh, want- I haven't wanted to the live stream from the Xbox. Oh, you haven't watched the stream. Yeah, dude, you definitely got to watch that. I think it was, it was done so freaking well. Um, logical tech drops an additional final super chat says game press Xbox, uh, Xbox Starfield exclusive equals bad PS five GWT and, oh, uh, and death loop exclusive equals good. When, when in a video game and Superman just killed the Joker, <laughs> That's that's funny, dude. Um, Fassel Asan. Hey, welcome, Fassel. He drops out a very generous $5 super chat and says, Stadia is a prime example of what happens if you pay $70 for a game you already own, i.e. through Game Pass, even if Xbox decides to release games on PlayStation 5. Indeed, that's a strong point. We have another few of them uh, come in. And Smitty Smith, wow, dude, thank you so much for your generosity today. He says, damn, I remember when someone who we all know used to say Game Pass was and never was. I guess they didn't go. I, I, I guess that uh, didn't age well, did it? The Book of X. Uh, yeah, we know who you're talking about, brother. But we don't know. We don't name names here. And um, Z Black Rider. Wow, you dropped another $10 super chat. Thank you for your generosity. He says, GD, uh, I just bought a 36 foot sailboat when do I, when do i play oh my goodness and uh michael Culloch drops a five dollar super chat and says i have this feeling that starfield may be one of those games bound by past contractual agreements i hope i'm wrong i mean again we don't know but listen gentlemen thank you so much for being here ladies and gentlemen if you are new to the channel i do want to please ask that you consider subscribing to double barrel gaming um i think you're going to really enjoy what i do weekly for live shows and sometimes we get special events like this that i cover on uh, my Panels are all filled with really intelligent gamers who don't come here just to, 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 to dump on other consoles. We always have a great conversation. I think that you will dig it. Uh, and we'll start with um, 
uh, clear statement Archimedes. <laughs> Archimedes, tell everyone about where they can reach out to you and catch, uh, you know, uh, potentially strike up a conversation. But more importantly, check out your outstanding YouTube channel. Yeah, first of all, thanks Boop, for having me. What an awesome day for Xbox. Uh, what an awesome day to be a gamer, uh, to be honest. Uh, it, it's been a blast on the show. The, the live stream was fun. So thank you for having me on here. And yeah, you can find me basically everywhere at Boxenberger. Um, I do have a little YouTube channel that puts out one or two videos per week where I cover certain topics of the gaming industry. It's not usually a, a news channel per se it's more um a commentary channel to uh, to the gaming world and if you're into this kind of content definitely check that out and you can always find me on twitter on xbox live and playstation uh, network uh, everywhere at boxenberger yeah so thanks boom for having me and yeah i can't wait for next for the next show next week yeah, definitely looking forward to that for sure. Thanks so much for being here. 3-Bit, why don't we get you on out of here, brother? Thanks so much for being here. Tell everyone where they can strike up a conversation, but more importantly, check out your outstanding YouTube channel. Everyone can follow me on YouTube. It's The Video Games HD. My Twitter is The VGHD. It's always a pleasure being on the Factor Podcast every Thursday. Uh, it's cool having the Ultimate crew in here with uh, Mav and Pong, so who also dropped by. We do that show every Friday if anyone wants to check it out. Uh, great show. Uh, thanks to everybody that's been in here. It's been a crazy day. Uh, make sure you guys like on the way out. Boom works really hard on these shows, and it, it's it's, it's an awesome, awesome day for Xbox people. So uh, be sure to like on the way out, and thanks, Boom, and uh, thanks to the panel. Uh, thank you, brother. Definitely appreciate it. Logan Meyer, brother. Th thanks so much for being here. I know you're probably already hard at work at the next article for lordsofgaming.net. Tell everyone about what you do on that website. And more importantly, where could people reach out and strike up a conversation? Well, uh, thank you so much for the intro. And yeah, I, I am right for Lords of Gaming. And um, I've been doing some interviews for it as well. I am... Um, actually have one that I'm editing right now with uh, Tim Dog that's oh, nice, going to be dude. up on uh, Lords of Gaming next week. And then I have a few other article ideas in mind and some potential interviews down the road. So um, you can check me out on um, Twitter at L-O-G-M-E-Y-9-2. Uh, Twitter's pretty much where you're going to find me. So um, this has been a pleasure to be here and Man, this has been a great day as an Xbox fan. You just, yeah. Um, I'll be honest, I was a little tentative heading into the event. I was just like, I really hope they nail the messaging. And <laughs> they they really, really did. Like, I have zero concerns what, whatsoever. It's like, obviously, you have to honor congratul um, congrat whatever. You have to honor uh, previous agreements. Yeah. So... That's expected, and I um, just can't wait for the future. Yeah, no, me too, brother, and I love what you're doing over at lordsofgaming.net. Head over there and check out that website. They are legit, and he is certainly one of the legit writers for there. Fun speculation. Mav, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us. Uh, what you guys do at the Xbox Ultimate Podcast weekly on Friday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is something that I look forward to. I'm going to be a guest in a couple of weeks. Cannot wait to join you, Caitlin, and the crew. Um, tell everyone about that podcast, and where could people reach out? out and strike up a conversation you know, thanks for the surprise link boom that was exciting uh 
Yeah, so Friday nights we have the Xbox Ultimate Podcast um, on the YouTube channel that I have. It's called Fun Speculation is where you can find it on YouTube. Also, that's how you can find me on Twitter is Fun Speculation. Um, we have Pong Soul. We have 3-Bit. Uh, we have a new member to the podcast uh, panel as well as Psychonauts uh, is joining us. Um, it's My wife obviously joins us on there as well. It's going to be an absolute I can't wait for this Friday. Show. Cannot oh, wait for this Friday. I have not been as excited for a show as I am this Friday night. It is going to be insane. We're going to go deep diving into the golden age of Xbox is starting. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Anybody that wants to come by and check that out, uh, come do that. Also, uh, on the same channel, we have Fun Pop. We, it's a new podcast that we just started uh, to talk about other things, Marvel, DC, uh, TV shows, movies, all that fun stuff. Um, I do that with 3-Bit. Also, Psychonauts is there as well. Um, but also, I am a panel member on Four Guys with Quarters. I have been for a few months now. Uh, today is a big day, Boom. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a big show. <laughs> yeah, 3-Bit is going to guest as well on, on this episode. We uh, have some crazy uh, big interviews with some uh, very influential people of marvel over the the last several years jimmy palmiotti is one of them the other one is a surprise right now and uh i hope everybody stops by and checks that out i'm four guys with quarter at quarters it starts at 6 30 eastern um gonna it's gonna be broadcast also to the uh mcu facebook page nice Um, so we're looking forward to it clowns put a lot of work together for that so i hope to see everybody there well, thanks so much for uh, the information, and yes, that's going to be great. Oh, Zemi drops a $5 super chat and says, Did everyone forget about the FPS boost? Xbox no longer needs to wait for permission for FPS boost. Any Bethesda game. My first super chat. Glad to be support. Well, thanks, Zemi. Definitely appreciate uh, that, and thank you for the information. Uh, Cotton McCast, let me get you on out of here, brother. Uh, tell everyone about what you got going on, and where could people reach out and strike up a conversation? Oh, yeah, man. Thanks for uh, shooting up the signal, and... uh sending the invite out that was awesome uh i've been busy man i've been busy life's been uh really doing <laughs> me in but i'm getting ready to hopefully be on some more shows it's yes. a pleasure to be here you know this was another headlining size chapter in the book of x so you know the future is looking bright also uh that fun pop podcast sounds pretty cool I'll definitely yeah by. Check i that love out. that yeah um you know, thanks for the invite again. You can hit me up on Twitter. It's Cotton McCast on there, and uh, hopefully I'll be around here more often. Oh, absolutely, brother. Well, I'll be hitting you up in the DM for sure. Cool. Thanks so much for being here, Cotton. And uh, last but not least, Everborn Saga. Thanks for jumping in, brother. I know that you're between meetings. Tell everyone about Everborn Saga and where could people reach out and strike up a conversation. Yes, yes, yes. But before I start, uh, Fun or Mav, Yes. Um, what do you prefer, Mav or, or Fun Speculation? Uh, fun speculation is the name of the channel, uh, so I have that as my Twitter handle, but I go by Mav. Okay, all right, beautiful. Listen, if you ever need an extra guest on uh, Fun Pop, that is that's all the way up my alley. Oh, dude, yeah, that's you what have, I'm talking about. <laughs> you have already been on my mind a hundred percent. I've already talked to Three uh, Bit and Psychonauts about it, and just keep your DMs open, man, because uh, that definitely has been something I, I wanted to do. So. Uh, we just got started. This was like our third episode of Fun Pop that we just did. So getting our feet wet a little bit. But yeah, I definitely love to have you on there, man. That'd be a blast. All right. Awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. So uh, Everborn Saga, you can find me on Xbox, PlayStation, Steam, and Twitter 
at Everborn Saga, but more importantly, check out EverbornSaga.com where you can see all of the comic books that we produce. So we are, and we are, we've got Prince of Arcadia chapter one through three right now. And we are launching Ariel's Adventure, the second series in the Everborn Saga. That's on Kickstarter right now. If you go to EvermornSaga.com and click the link at the top, you will it'll take you straight to the campaign. We hit our goal within 24 hours, and now we have stretch goals going so that we can release the uh, Everborn novel. It's called The Remnant. So we need to get an editor on there. We got to pay for printing. So if we hit that uh, stretch goal, we'll be able to bring out the first Everborn novel. And we have some very interesting tiers there where you can become a character in the Everborn saga. And um, check that out if you can. But EvermornSaga.com and Everborn Saga everywhere else, especially Twitter. I'm very active these days. Um, check me out. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for the information. And thank you, everyone, the near 1,000 people that tuned in for today's big show. Uh, Tune in tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time where King David uh, of the Iron Lords podcast is going to be joining the Breakfast with Boom crew to break down all of this madness that happened today. And, of course... Please be safe, wear a mask, uh, don't take COVID for for granted, and uh, we will see you next week on the newest episode of the Xbox Factor Podcast. Take care, everyone. Thanks so much for being here. (laughs) 